Boldly Beautiful is your audio beauty brunch table. A source for conversations on all things skincare, makeup, fashion, styling, health and wellness, and general female fun. Brought to you by two women with over 20 years of friendship. So grab your girlfriends, pour a mimosa, and let's get Boldly Beautiful. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good. How are you? I'm good. I have my coffee, so that's <gasps> half the battle. We do have good coffee. Bourbon rum. Bourbon rum coffee. Doesn't get better than starting your day with bourbon. That's true, but without actual bourbon. Well, you can say that. I almost swiped a bottle of champagne from our office oh. to bring. See, this is. I know. This is why you are the responsible one, because <laughs> I would have totally done it. Because you would have done it. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, Next let's time. get right into things. Awesome. What are we talking about today, Jennifer? I think we're talking about you versus me. <laughs> <laughs> but for Sounds our listeners scary. that don't know what that means, we are discussing medical grade skincare versus holistic skincare. Mm. And before we kind of launch into this, I think you had some interesting points because we used to use the term chemical free kind of when we were talking about it and thinking about it. Yes. But I think some clarification would be helpful for our listeners to kind of know why we've made that switch. So I'll let you kind of take over on that <laughs> front. Well, so for years I used the phrase chemical free and, but I will be honest, I always was felt a little suspicious of using it um, because it is hard to find a chemical line that is like 100% chemical free or to have a practice that would be 100% chemical free, even when you're using it in the context of really meaning holistic, mm -hmm. which is now one reason that I have changed to calling it that. Um, the other is that uh, I was a essentially put into my place by an industry magazine that I was reading a couple <laughs> I of love months, the story. <laughs> a couple I, of months ago. I really love it because I feel like this happens to all of us all the time, no matter how many years you've been practicing or doing something like, I feel like it's a, a reminder to us that things are constantly evolving, terminology changes. Like, you know, I don't think I ever thought when you were like, I'm, more chemical free or when I would explain it to clients, it never once crossed my mind that you were meaning, you know, chemical because everything's a chemical. Exactly. But everyone knows that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it was kind of one of those things that was, okay, we're without stating the obvious, what we mean is no prescriptions, no like and I don't want to say harmful things here because right. we're going to get into my side <laughs> we're of gonna things. We're going to have to tread so lightly on yes. this episode. <laughs> yes. If we walk out of here friends, then we will know. No, I'm kidding. We are going to insult all of our <laughs> listeners and each other no, by the time this episode's done. Far worse. But um, yes, I think I just want to put you and probably part of our listeners at ease that Yes, we know chemicals are in everything. Are in everything. And, and we may occasionally still use that interchangeably. Yes. Holistic versus chemical, chemical free. Chemical free. So I just had to interrupt with that little sidebar because <laughs> you are an amazing esthetician and Thank an you. incredibly talented practitioner. Thank so you. when you say put in your place, I just want 
I get a little defensive. Well, okay, so I say that just because, and I'm not gonna say the name of the magazine because I love them and I still read them, but this particular portion of an article was written strongly uh, to suggest that if you use the phrase chemical free, you are not only wrong, but show, I believe they called it a complete ignorance about science. Like it was so general, right. <laughs> so just, I mean, basically in so many words, they said, you're an idiot. You're an effing idiot <laughs> if you use the phrase chemical free in your practice. Right. So I, of course, internalized this <laughs> for a split second and said, oh my God, six years worth of a practice is down the tubes. Right. But then I moved on right. and realized, no, just change it to holistic. Right. Still means the same thing. Everyone knows it. what you meant even before. <laughs> right. So while we appreciate the education, we'll say, um, because we all, we all need to be cognizant of the terms that we're using because we don't want to be confusing to our clients. But right. I think in this particular instance, it was not, you know, a lack of understanding right. what you were doing. It was just, I mean, you hear chemical free all the time and it's just kind of what I feel like lay people that are not in the industry relate to. They want to make sure that their products or their um, skincare routines, if they're passionate about that sort of thing, are free of what they consider to Correct. be those additional ingredients that are not necessary to achieve the results you want Right. in that particular case. So where I am coming from and what originally drew me to having more of a holistic practice over what would be considered more of a medical aesthetics practice is I was very drawn to the farm to table movement in food and how we were seeing and are still seeing, but it was really, really happening um, around 2012 when I was first starting to design my own practice. Um, of the farm to spa movement, mm -hmm. where it is actual plants and ingredients in their rawest form. Now, those same plants and raw ingredients are taken by a lot of pharmaceutical companies and, yes, are turned into more medical grade skincare products, drugs, treatments, whatever it may be. I completely understand that. <laughs> We're just going to put that out there. Right. But just the idea of much like there can be over-processed food versus, shall we say, clean food or more sure. pure food yeah. as it's coming out the way it is grown by nature, that you are not touching that too much to turn it into a skincare product. Sure and the benefits that that could have for people who are wanting to have that sort of lifestyle in all things that they do. There should be a spa and skincare option for them that, that encompasses that more, shall we say, clean, um, low, um, having a hard time finding my words here, like a lower interference sure. by, more of an organic by process. yeah, more of an organic process. And also to the part of my practice that I like to incorporate is talking to people more about lifestyle choices over just here is kind of the skincare equivalent to the magical pharmaceutical pill where you can still live a not clean lifestyle. You can still 
eat crap, be around crap in your environment, have bad skin, and then put a very, very harsh chemical, like a medical latent line on it, and that's gonna somehow magically transform you. You need to also be looking at your lifestyle choices. We talk about diet. We talk about how some of this could be autoimmune response just to things that are in your environment and getting into your system internally. And then therefore your skin is the beacon that's really just showing all the damage that's speaking to a deeper problem. So that's also kind of where I'm coming from with holistic. And I understand that the medical side of things also does those things, and we're gonna kind of talk about that and how they work together. But that is my definition of holistic and kind of the, the scope I'm wanting my practice to take. I love it. I think that is an important differentiation and important, especially for our listeners who are, for the most part, our clients and our loved ones. Hi, Mom. Um, <laughs> to, to really um, understand where we are coming from, not just from an industry perspective, Brett, but from our personal philosophy when it comes to our treatment room, our individual, when you come to your treatment room at Five Elements, um, what they can expect and what they can expect when they come to my treatment room. So... Obviously, I come from a little bit different of a background. I am more of a medical, scientific um, background to this. I've been a nurse for a little over seven years now. Um, I've always been interested in the beauty aspect and the skin aspect, but I am not a um, as much involved in the farm-to-table or the farm-to-spa thing. Now, I do want to say that does not mean, and I don't think you were saying this at all, but I just want to put that clarification out there too for our listeners. Not everything medical is bad. There is, I think what we both like to agree on is there is a time and a place for both of our practices. Yes. And that's one of the reasons that we work so well together. So whereas your holistic approach is very natural as far as keeping those ingredients that you're using in your facial services um, as close to the organic natural form of those substances as possible, I don't have that sort of line of thinking coming into it. What I'm looking at is what lines have been proven most effective for individual concerns on your skin. So whether it's acne or aging, which are my go-to specialties, for example, um, you know, we'll get into, we'll call out retinols and retinoids, and that's essentially a derivative of vitamin A. So vitamin A is still natural. It's just a derivative of that that can be and can't be appropriate for different situations. But I think bringing a client in under a medical um, idea of you have a specific concern, something that's having an effect on your skin. And we also talk about lifestyle modifications. That's big in my acne protocol. You know, I have an entire couple of pages talking about, let's talk about what kind of environment you're in. Things right. as simple as dryer sheets um, can occasionally exacerbate an 
acne breakout or an acne condition in your skin. Let's talk about foods. While it's finally been scientifically dispelled that foods don't necessarily cause breakouts, if you're predisposed to acne conditions, then there are certain inflammatory foods that can certainly make the conditions the perfect storm for an acne breakout. Mm -hmm. So um, those things still work together, but I will find that there are different peels, for example, you know, glycolic acids and TCAs and lactic or salicylic in certain areas, how each one of those individually or in a combination can really help go ahead and get a client over the hump. Now that's not to say that I'm like, here's a magical treatment that's gonna fix everything. But it is definitely a harder hitter than going to a more holistic approach. Now, I'm the first one to say, you don't need this if it's something that that client doesn't need. And that does not make me the best fit for every client. If a client comes in and they are adamant that they need slash want a chemical peel and their skin type, their skin condition, they um, are not willing to make some of the modifications necessary in their lifestyle that can affect that and have a harsher uh, experience post-treatment, then I'm not gonna do that. Not because I don't want to love on and serve that client, but because I want to serve that client and what's best for that client's skin. So I think we can both agree on our end game is the same. We still want what's best for our client's skin. It's just at what point have they reached something that they need a little something extra. Right. You know, it's kind of like that patient that has been doing everything they can to walk and exercise and modify their diets and cut out salt, and, but they still have high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not considered the only thing that they should be doing to better their skin and better their body, but it can be a very helpful adjunct to a regimen. Exactly. So, so that kind of leads into um, our first kind of discussion point is in what scenarios are each of these categories appropriate? Sure. So I like to take my clients through a um, little checklist, if you will. Um, I consider their age. I consider their actual lifestyle. Like, are they a night shift worker? Are they exposed to a lot of things like grease in their environment? Are they a kitchen cook, for example, or a mechanic or, you know, around or a live on a farm and are constantly yes. out in the barns or in the fields and those sorts of things? Um, I had a client one time who worked in a packaging plant uh, and the cardboard particles mm -hmm. in the air mm -hmm. had wrecked her skin. Oh, That's I That's something that a lot of people don't think about. I'd be real interested in that chest x-ray also. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, um, you know, so their um, age, their environment, their um, Fitzpatrick type, for those that aren't aware of that is what that is, that's a scale that we use, and it's essentially the type of skin that you were born with, and a lot of different factors go into that, how much melanin your body naturally produces, um, but that also dictates what kind of products are and are not appropriate for your skin. Um, the actual skin condition. Are you dehydrated? Are you dry? And there is a difference between those two. Are you over exfoliated? Are you 
naturally oily, you know, all of those different conditions that may be chronic and it may be acute, meaning something has changed in your environment or your routine or your, you know, lifestyle that this is new for you, but it's still a condition right now that we're having to deal with and think about in the treatment room. Um, I also think about your stress. I ask on my medical intake form, you know, how would you describe, describe your stress level, low, moderate, high? Because that, as we know, has an impact on are you at a point in your life and your lifestyle that you can handle having a multi-step skincare regimen? Or do we need to simplify this down and just give you the most important parts of that until you get to a point where life isn't so crazy and so hectic? Oh, that's a great point. Um, so those are all kind of things that it's not just a, oh, you're too young or, oh, you don't have this specific condition. There's a lot of things that go into the hat when I'm making the decision what is appropriate in this case. So how about you? I love that. Oh, thanks. I love that. Thank you. Because you are a responsible practitioner. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not all about the money, honey. It's not all about the money. No. So on the holistic side, I think just to kind of I, to build on what you were talking about, I put my clients through a very similar uh, consult. Um, there's usually, and, and I know this is true for you too, it is not rare for our initial consults to be 25 to 30 minutes long. Yep. And, and we really wanna know stuff about medical history and lifestyle and um, you know what you're currently doing or what you're currently not doing. Um, so I do that as well and really assess uh, what the client's individual needs are um, and then love kind of using the natural ingredients to custom blend treatments mm. that would be most, um, most appropriate for them. Um, I sometimes keep even certain food items in their raw form in the spa and incorporate that into um, the facials. I've done a lot with pumpkin. I have put fresh blueberries into facials because the antioxidants are off the charts and it's really, really great to have them in that raw form. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot with essential oils. Um, I'm a huge fan of white clay. White clay is in a lot of my treatments. I'm also a big fan of clay. I'm a little bit more on the benzonite and kaolin Clay yes, the, the but, kaolin but is they one of my all favorites. Are fantastic. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so, kind of in the same way that you can assess from the pharmaceutical standpoint, you can also assess from the natural ingredient standpoint sure. and and the food based ingredient standpoint. Um, so, I'm doing all of that as well, and I will say, um, I actually love that we now are together mm -hmm. because when clients have what we would categorize as a chronic or severe issue, meaning that for most skin issues like acne and rosacea where they actually are on a grading system, if you are a grade three or four in any of your conditions, I am first in line to say you should go have a consult with a medical aesthetics professional mm -hmm. because you probably do need a more evasive treatment plan that is not more on the holistic therapeutic side. Mm -hmm. My clientele sweet spot is people who are in that 
mild correction to prevention stage. Yes. I'm a huge prevention fan. Absolutely. I actually do love attracting um, younger clients or middle-aged clients who have done a good job taking care of their skin. They're living a really great healthy lifestyle and they just want to continue that mm -hmm. in their spa treatments. Um, but it not be just completely all about relaxation or luxury right. or we are cor correcting and preventing. I think it's safe to say in both of our practices that while we want a very relaxing and therapeutic environment for you, I don't think either of us want our clients walking away from a service with us without having learned something about their skin. Yes. Some way to help it um, either continue to glow or some some little nugget that right. they're leaving with. Now it's not going to turn into an educational seminar, the entire treatment. Right. We realize you're there and you're, this is probably, especially for our mom clients, one of the few times that you are alone yes. <laughs> and you are not having to do something. So we totally respect and appreciate that. But you and I are both passionate about being in this industry because we want to equip our clients with the tools necessary to be able to care for their skin on their own in the best manner possible for them. Yes. And to be able to come to us with those, you know, treatments where, okay, once a month I'm going to go and get it done professionally. I'm going to have my extractions done professionally. I'm going to get a real in-depth cleaning or treatment. But at home, I'm also going to, with the knowledge that they gained from us, be able to say, I'm going to keep this going. Yes. So I, I love that about both of our philosophies. Well, and so I'm coming up from the standpoint of when our bodies are in great harmony and homeostasis and in a healthy state, we can heal ourselves from a lot of things. And you and I have even had the standpoint from the medical standpoint, mm -hmm. you even working in a critical care unit have mentioned when even if you're in a horrific car accident and you are a healthy lifestyle person versus an unhealthy lifestyle person your odds of surviving your injuries from that car accident go up tremendously mm -hmm. because your body is in a state where it is right healing mm -hmm. and it is fully functioning in a way that is far better than someone who eats crap all day, does drugs, drinks crazy amounts of alcohol, sure. lives a horrible lifestyle. Well, your body is already at an optimal level where if it needs to divert resources from something to help fix one issue, it can do so and it can do so safely and effectively without failing these other organ systems right. and, and body systems. Whereas if you are chronically ill and unhealthy, your system is already running at a lower rate. Your body's already trying to compensate all over the place for different disease conditions and illnesses. And so to pull even further with an acute issue like a car accident or some other acute kidney injury or something like that, you are starving your other body systems from those resources. So um, yes, I completely subscribe to that. Mm -hmm. 100%. So in my holistic treatments, what I'm really trying to do is keep the body in a healthy state where it can heal itself. So using the, in the more nature-based ingredients in there in 
organic form in a way where it is more just like you should eat good food to fool you fuel your systems internally, you should in turn put those same ingredients straight onto the skin because the skin is also absorbing all of those ingredients and it's letting it do the natural processes it's supposed to do. Now, when you are so far off the scale in chronic condition, your body can now just no longer do that. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I feel like the medical becomes very appropriate and 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 necessary. Right. So just to kind of jump up, jump in here as we're kind of closing this up a little bit, that is not only my sweet spot, but that's what I love to do. That's my passion. That's what gets the nurse in me really geared up. And that's my jam to go in there and look at, okay, whether it's a chronic problem that's gotten out of control or whether it is an acute issue, like very severe, kind of popped up out of nowhere. I love playing nurse detective, figuring out what's going on. Mm -hmm. I love, even though I cannot legally diagnose anything, I love to really get in there, get the facts, get the medical background and really discuss with my client, okay, let's talk about when this started, what happened? What makes it better? What makes it worse? Do you think this could possibly be the cause? And we kind of go through a myriad of, of scenarios and different things to kind of try, but I love getting them on my treatment table and being able to perform a treatment that they walk out pretty much immediately, maybe not fixing the problem, right? Because it's, uh -huh. uh, it's much healthier to go through a process and make sure that it is not a band-aid so to speak but we have legitimately fixed the issue but they at least can see some progress and getting those notes and those messages like you know yesterday i had an acne client she is still not where the ultimate goal is but for this point in our treatment program she is doing phenomenally well and her first comment to me was um, even my 10 year old noticed a difference in my skin and mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it was like, you know, when the Grinch's heart grows, <laughs> times, it just, it just like, I'm not saying that I'm the Grinch, but you know, my heart just grew like 10 times like that is, and I, and I even like took a moment of course she's laying on my treatment table and her eyes are closed. So she has no idea that I'm like grinning ear to ear and, you know, um, I love the private moments we get to have with ourselves yes. because our clients are out of it yes. during service. But, um, you know, I just kind of, while I was finishing that particular portion of the treatment, I just sat there and really soaked in that comment because that's what, that's what I'm here for. That's what I do this for. That's what I know you do this for. Mm -hmm. This is, this is not about the money. This is about making a difference in our clients' lives. Yes. So whether it's holistic or medical grade, I think that is why our clients come to us and we're so thankful and so grateful for those. So awesome. Any last so, things you want to add? Um, let's kind of talk about the scenarios where they would not be appropriate. I kind of touched on that a little bit with holistic. It, it, I would most certainly send someone who was in, like you said, an advanced um, state 
to someone with a medical background, I would send them to you because I love you and because we're in the same office, so it's yeah. perfect. Um, but what areas are the medical not appropriate for? My mind always goes to people trying to use the very, very high medical grade treatments as prevention. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about that? Because that's something that you and I have gotten in some big debates about in the past. I have had several clients over the years come to me with um, pretty severe, they're sensitized severely, they are having lots of skin issues and say, I don't understand why I'm having these issues. I'm using this really high quality anti-aging line mm -hmm. and then I find out they're 27 mm -hmm. and their skin should be in the best state it's ever been in. Mm -hmm. They don't need an anti-aging line. That's what a lot of people don't understand about kind of the language that's used in different skincare lines and the way that they're marketed to different people. So from your medical background, can you speak a little bit to where it would be appropriate in that scenario and where it would not be appropriate. Sure. So I take a little bit of a different standpoint on this as we've discussed previously. I don't think there's anything wrong with using an anti-aging regimen regardless of the age. Assuming you're out of puberty and your skin is not in its initial development stage. However, there is a large caveat for that. You should be doing so while working with a professional because while in my professional opinion it is you know having a good anti-aging regimen um, a lot of the products that are labeled anti-aging now we're not talking about the drugstore anti-aging because a those um, ingredients are not even at a therapeutic level that's the difference between a professional and a drugstore um, and I should comment there that these people were using drugstore mm -hmm. brands. So that could be part of the problem. But the other, I think, bigger issue to that is not understanding and not having the background knowledge of why they're using that mm -hmm. particular anti-aging product, meaning what does it do for your skin? And I think when you are working with a professional esthetician, whether holistic or medical, either one, we are both equipped with the education and the knowledge to explain, well, vitamin A helps, you know, cell turnover. It speeds it up, it uh -huh. accelerates. It is very important to stay out of the sun. It is very important to acclimate your skin to this. It is very important to make sure you're not continuing to let layer it on already drying, irritated patches. And, and to be using it in the correct quantities. Yes. And there are was, people that just slather it on their face multiple times a day right. when and it might only be meant to be used for once a week. Right. And that's, that's the other thing that when you're working with a professional, you know, I tell my clients, first of all, if you're going to use this as an anti-aging regimen, you only need this once every three days, three or four days. Right. You only apply it at night you're gonna start off using a lower percentage than what I would recommend to an older client with more mature skin that's really looking to not prevent, but to reverse uh -huh. some of the signs of aging. Um, so lower percentage, you're gonna add some additional buffer cream and other things in there to, to really soften it. Because again, if you're making your skincare choices based on an advertisement you saw on TV, you are doing 
more damage to your skin than you could ever possibly help promote healthy skin because those ads are not designed to speak to your individual skin type, skin condition, environmental stresses, diet, all of those things that when you and I are recommending products to a client is because we've taken that information. We have assessed your skin underneath the mag lamp. We've touched it, we've felt it. We see how it reacts when we're messing with it and when we're touching it. We know to what level it's sensitized or is it truly sensitive? We know all of those individual components that can then say, okay, I understand this is a large concern for you. And our first priority is to help you get the skin you desire. So if this is your concern, and if you just really, really feel like you want an anti-aging regimen, these are the products that are appropriate for you. And to recommend and steer them in the right direction that isn't gonna harm their face and not gonna wind up years later, their skin's friable, it's nearly impossible to restore that barrier function. And like you said, they're 27 years old and instead of looking bright and dewy and glowing, they are looking dry and dehydrated and haggard and dull. Um, so I think that it's not necessarily a question of what um, products are never appropriate for a certain person, but it's making sure that you are checking in with your professional, you know, schedule, even if you're, not a regular go-to client, you know, schedule one and say, hey, listen, for the winter, I'm really concerned about my skin getting dry and dehydrated. I, this is my budget. What can you recommend? You know, schedule one time. Come see us once a quarter. It doesn't have to be every month if that doesn't fit in your time or your budget. Um, but that's kind of where I come from on that. I think that that is excellent. That is very well said. Thank you. Yes. I mean, the, and I, I think that was a very important point to, um, to put out there is we do free skincare consults mm -hmm. yeah. and even people who are not our facial clients and coming every single month to get a treatment often shoot us messages on Facebook, yeah. on text, through email saying, hey, I'm actually standing here mm -hmm. in Walmart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what should I buy? Right. Yeah. And we are perfectly fine yeah. answering those questions we and letting you know. One of our clients we that did. she texted both of us at the same time. And, and yes, and she got a thread full, but <laughs> she's yes. never gonna buy certain products ever again, and she's gonna <laughs> stick with what we told her to buy. So, and and even if you know you are listening and you're not in you know our neck of the woods feel free to still message us yeah, or to us find an esthetician in your hometown. I think most of the good ones mm -hmm. do skincare consults for free. Um, and we have a large network of other professionals, not even in our area. So if right. you're listening to this and you live elsewhere and you want a reputable recommendation, then definitely look us up on Instagram or Facebook. Both of us would be more than happy to point you in the direction of someone we know will take care of you. Um, and in the meantime, recommend some products to get you through. So yeah, that's what we're here for. Like, like we said earlier, we're passionate about making a difference for your life and your skin. So we want what's best for you. And if you're happy with how your skin looks and feels and you have that confidence, you know, you're going to be our friend and client and, you know, for life. Mm -hmm. So it really is a win-win. It doesn't have to be 
about just, hey, get you in the door and let's make money. That's not what it's about for us. Absolutely. Well, just to wrap up here, um, I think really our, our bottom line of this is we created a company where we work together doing these things because we think the best thing is to have all the tools in the toolbox. Absolutely. And to be able to look at both sides, to work together. We have um, a handful of clients since we've moved our companies in together now that we've done the consults together. Mm -hmm. We have poured over their medical background together and really pulled from all of the tools in our toolbox and have created a custom-made plan where they actually use parts of both sides of yeah. the coin. Mm -hmm. And it is creating um, the most amazing customized treatment that, like you said, is appropriate for them, regardless of their age or background or condition, because we were able to do it in the proper way and to um, really customize something to them. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage everyone, if you are curious about this or you just feel like you're not sure which would be appropriate for you, um, call us or call a similar company in your neck of the woods where they are open to both sides and really make sure you're just covering all of your bases because yeah. medicine's tricky guys. Mm -hmm. Everybody's bodies are different. There is no such thing as a single product line that's appropriate for every single person. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as a treatment style that is appropriate for every single person. Everybody comes with their own little special scenario. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone is an individual snowflake. <laughs> and with that, we're going to sign off. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks as always for listening. We love reaching out to you. And if you want to reach out to us, we love hearing from you. So drop us a text or a message on Facebook or Instagram. You can find us both on those social medias. And um, we'll see you next week. Bye, thanks. guys. Bye.